In KBX Inc. versus Zero Grade Farms, a partnership, 2022 ARC 42, the Arkansas Supreme Court, in considering a verdict against a rice exporter, KBX Inc., and its individuals, reversed and dismissed in part, affirmed in part, and reversed and remanded partially. The record demonstrated that plaintiff farmers never had dealings with the exporter or its individuals. This interlocutory appeal by these defendants arose after certification under Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 54B. Chief Justice Kemp explained, Appellants KBX Inc. appeal a Lone Oak County Circuit Court order reflecting a jury verdict awarding $5,954,198.57 in compensatory damages jointly and severally against KBX, the KBX Individuals, Turner Grain, Inc., hereafter TGI, and the estate of Jason Coleman, hereafter Coleman or Coleman's estate, and $6,074,196 in punitive damages, jointly and severally. End of quote. The Supreme Court reversed and dismissed the judgment as to KBX and the KBX Individuals, affirmed dismissal of KBX's counterclaims, and remanded for redetermination of the fees awarded against defendants for the spoliation. This case is complex in its factual origins, and in summary, quote, The farmers agreed to deliver specified quantities of rice, and in exchange, TGI agreed to pay the farmers a collective amount totaling $5,954,198.57. The majority of the farmer's rice was delivered to Consolidated Grain and Barge Company, hereafter CBG, in West Memphis, where the rice was placed on barges. KBX was not a party to the farmer's grain contracts. While TGI was listed as a broker in the farmer's grain contracts, TGI was also known in the industry as a simultaneous or back-to-back dealer or merchandiser. Once TGI took possession of the rice, it then sold the farmer's rice to KBX. Ultimately, TGI collapsed on August 12, 2014. While KBX had paid TGI for the rice, TGI in turn had failed to pay the farmers in full. End of quote. There were 33 witnesses and many documentary exhibits. Plaintiff's expert witness, Dr. Gail Kramer, testified KBX had paid TGI on the contracts, but TGI did not pass the money to the farmers. The farmers rested, and appellants sought a directed verdict on claims of deceit, constructive fraud, conversion, conspiracy, and unjust enrichment. The court denied the motions and instructed the jury that if it found text message and phone data was intentionally destroyed, it could draw an adverse inference against appellants for spoliation. There was a substantial compensatory and punitive damage award, and after the trial court denied motions for judgment non obstante veredicto and a new trial, KBX and KBX individuals appealed, ultimately successfully reversing the judgment against them, but for a fee award for spoliation. On this point, the Supreme Court remanded for the circuit court to re-examine how much of the fee award was for spoliation. On the conversion claim, the Supreme Court reversed, quote, 
The record shows that KBX purchased the rice from TGI for $5,954,198.57, but that TGI failed to pay the farmers. Kramer, Morrison, and Sheffield all testified that KBX had paid TGI for the farmers' rice. Ultimately, KBX's payments to TGI for the farmers' rice did not reach the hands of the farmers pursuant to the farmers' grain contracts. Any possible adverse inference made by the jury from deleted text messages does not negate this fact. End of quote. On the deceit claim, the court reversed, quote, Here, the farmers have failed to prove the first element of deceit that KBX or the KBX individuals have made a false representation of a material fact. In their own testimony, the farmers revealed they had no contact with the KBS individuals prior to entering into their farmers' grain contracts. End of quote. On the constructive fraud claim, reversal was required as well. Quote, With regard to the duty element of constructive fraud, the farmers testified that they did not have a relationship with anyone at KBX. They did not contract with KBX, and as previously noted, the farmers themselves testified that they did not have a relationship with anyone at KBX. Again, any adverse inferences made by the jury cannot support the farmer's claim. On the conspiracy claim, once again the proof was insufficient to prove a civil conspiracy on the part of the KBX defendants. Quote, To prove a civil conspiracy, a plaintiff must show that two or more persons have combined to accomplish a purchase that is unlawful or oppressive or to accomplish some purpose not in itself unlawful, oppressive, or immoral, but by unlawful, oppressive, or immoral means to the injury of another. Here, the farmers failed to prove that KBX and the KBX individuals conspired to commit an underlying tort to which civil conspiracy attached. As previously stated, we hold that substantial evidence does not support the jury's verdict on the farmers' claims of deceit, constructive fraud, and conversion. Thus, in the absence of an agreement to commit an underlying intentional tort, we hold that substantial evidence did not support the jury's verdict on the farmers' conspiracy claim. End of quote. On the unjust enrichment claim, the Supreme Court reversed and ruled that the contract between the farmers and TGI prevented the verdict against KBX defendants on this equitable count. Quote, The farmers seeking unjust enrichment when there is an express contract has no application to claims against third parties like KBX. Simply put, the existence of the farmers' grain contracts between TGI and the farmers precludes a claim for unjust enrichment against KBX and the KBX individuals. Based on this precedent, we conclude that a quasi-contractual claim is barred when an express contract existed between the farmers and TGI. End of quote. On the attorney's fee claim, the Supreme Court remanded for a redetermination of fees incurred because of KBX spoliation. Quote, We agree with the Circuit Court's findings articulated in its 2017, 2019, and 2020 orders. Based on our standard of review, we cannot say that the Circuit Court abused its discretion by finding that a Rule 37 sanction was warranted for KBX's and the KBX individual's spoliation. Accordingly, we affirm the Circuit Court's award of attorney's fees as a sanction pursuant to Rule 37. End of quote. As to the amount of fees, however, the Supreme Court remanded. Quote, 
From the record before us, it appears that the circuit court's award does not reflect the calculation of fees as a direct result of KBX's and the KBX individual's spoliation. Upon remand, the circuit court must review the award of fees actually relating to spoliation per its 2017 and 2019 spoliation orders. Accordingly, we reverse the fee judgment and remand for a recalculation of attorney's fees. End of quote. End of decision.